Knowing what to post on social media for your business, when to post, how often, it can all be so overwhelming. And then the social networks constantly change things up on us, right? Want that problem to go away? Join thousands of entrepreneurs who get my daily social media marketing tips direct to their inbox for free. Each day, you'll get stories, tips, ideas, and inspiration so you can do better social media marketing, all designed to drive revenue and profits in your business without it taking up all your valuable time. And of course, if they ever aren't valuable anymore, you can easily unsubscribe at the bottom of any email. Sign up now while you're thinking about it at dailysocialmediatips.com. There's no wrong way to be an entrepreneur, and that's the dirty little secret the business gurus don't want you to know. They want you to do things their way, but their way may not be your way. The key to success is finding the strategies that work best for you. Welcome to The Six Ways with Jerry Potter. On today's show, we are sharing six ways to make money from a YouTube channel. Welcome to episode number 11 of The Six Ways. Every week, we bring on a smart, innovative guest that is thriving in their field of expertise to share their best tips with the rest of us so we can all achieve our entrepreneurial goals. I truly believe that we all do better when we all do better. So we might as well help each other out. Uh, my name is Jerry Potter, founder of 5-Minute Social Media and the Social Media Leads Lab. And my guest today is Justin Brown from Primal Video, where they've grown to over 1.5 million subscribers. And he and his brother, Mike, have turned it into a million-dollar business. Justin's also the guy I started learning uh, YouTube from when I started the 5-Minute Social Media channel uh, several years back. Justin, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me on. Yeah, and congratulations to you and Mike on all of your success. I, um, you know, we're having this conversation right now in 2023, and sometimes you hear people say like, "Ah, it's too late for YouTube, and YouTube isn't what it was," and you know that kind of stuff. So, like, when you hear that, how do you think making money from a YouTube channel now compares to, let's say, three to five years ago? I think yeah, there's definitely more people on the platform, but I don't see that as a negative thing. There's more people consuming the content as well, so there's more opportunity. And this is where going into these things with a plan or with a strategy, it can make a huge difference. You're not just using YouTube as a video hosting platform to throw stuff up. If you're strategic with what you're creating and uh, and how you're helping and serving and impacting people, then you can have a super successful business off the back of it. And so when you say that, you're saying basically more people are watching YouTube, so it doesn't matter that more people are creating on YouTube? For sure. But there's also a lot of people that are coming from different platforms, more viral style content like TikTok and shorts and reels and like those kinds of things. It's different, right? So there's different viewers, different attention spans. Um, but what is working the best still on YouTube, where a lot of people are generating their their main revenue from in the sense of a YouTube channel is still the, the regular stuff, the regular videos. So there's a massive opportunity on there to be strategic, to look at what people are looking for, like what they're searching for. YouTube is a search engine. Uh, so it's still a massive opportunity. But the biggest thing I think, that is a benefit to all of us, no matter how big or small our channel is, is that YouTube's goal is just to serve out the best content to the right person. To, so when you get there, you're having a good experience. And a big piece of that is having new or recent content. So no, it's not too late because YouTube wants to push new recent stuff um, as long as it's good content. I love uh, how transparent you and your brother have been about your business just to kind of show people what's possible. Uh, when you started the channel, years ago, and you and I have had this conversation before, right? Like at least the first uh -oh. six months to a year as a, as a new YouTube channel, it's, I mean, it can be disheartening. It can be discouraging. You know, you're, you're like, I was, I vowed not to invite 
friends and family to my channel. I just wanted the right people. And, you know, you're several months in and you're like, oh, look, 18 people. So when you first started this, I mean, what did you picture as, because your success has been amazing. What did you picture as what you would have considered success then when you were first getting going? I think when, when we first started the channel, I remember having a conversation with Mike and like, hey, wouldn't it be good if we, you know, we hit a thousand subscribers or imagine if we hit 10,000 subscribers, like that would be crazy. And then it's, yeah, I mean, it's been a journey to to hit these milestones and things, but it's it's almost then like that was the driver of seeing the comments and the impact come through. So while we create videos on YouTube, I'm not a YouTuber. I'm using it to show up, to help, to impact people, to build a business, to deepen relationships with people, to help them more. Like this is, it's a business tool. And if it wasn't working as a business tool, then we wouldn't be doing it, right? Um, and yeah, as you said, it was definitely a slow start as most people have. We've made pretty much every mistake under the sun for that. Our first six months, we had 49 subscribers, including multiple channels that I'd created for my mom, uh, different <laughs> brand names and things just to make... To Game subscribe the to the main channel, yeah, yeah, right, just to make it look a little bit better. But uh, look, it's it's still it's crazy to me that we're we're at the numbers that we are. But the thing is, really coming from that place of adding value, and I know that you, you've got exactly the same with your channel. You're showing up, you're helping people on autopilot when they've got a pain, a problem, something that they're looking for. Then you're able to show up, and this is the power that's available to all of us. And it's. It's no holds barred. You're not holding back from your audience. You're helping them with whatever the topic of that video is. You're helping them solve that pain or problem. The ripple effects from that can be huge. So one of the drivers that was massive for us early on when I was thinking about shutting down the channel, I know that Mike was thinking the same, when we're hustling, we're grinding, we're not seeing any return, we started to see some comments come through. And there was one in particular that was was a real slap in the face for me to get out of my own way and just continue and really try to figure this thing out. And mm. it was a comment in one of our videos and it said, thank you so much for making this video. You helped me make my first video around raising awareness for autistic children. Mm. Like, wow, okay, it's not about me. It's not about my fear of being on camera or imposter syndrome or any of this stuff. Like this content can help people. And it's empowering other people to then get their message out into the world. And so that to me was, and, and to Mike was, was a bit of a, a wake up call. Like we need to figure this out. It's not about us getting in our own way. And we're always going to be there. Like do, you know, having the internal struggles and conversations and stuff that go on. But it's, if we look at the big picture and say, we can really help some people with this stuff. And, you know, people are going to be looking for stuff 24 seven. How do we show up to be the, the, the guide there to help them? That's really been the driving force behind it. I love that. And that's kind of the, the theme behind this podcast is, you know, we all do better when we all do better. And so that's why that's kind of my goal, too. It's like, let me help good people get their stuff in front of good people. And, you know, that ripple effects uh, can be absolutely amazing. So, all right. Um, so we're going to share six ways to make money from a YouTube channel. Um, also, our question of the week from Joni, what's the best way to make money from a small channel? Some of that may came, come up as we go through uh, some of these. I don't know exactly everything Justin's going to say, and he doesn't know everything that I'm going to say. So we'll see, but uh -oh. we'll definitely address that at the end. So make sure you stay for that. So uh, what we do here on the show, Justin, is we do rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. All right. Okay. I assume you know how to play rock, paper, scissors. We get it. Yeah, yeah, okay. we're good. Yeah. Thought about a coin flip, but I figured it would fly across the room and it'd be a whole mess. So um, so one, two, three, shoot. And obviously, uh, you know, you have to hold it on camera to be fair, which is what I didn't do in the beginning. Everyone thought I was cheating. So, all right, you ready? Okay, here we go. Yeah. 
One, two, three, shoot. Oh, I went on two. All right. Justin has scissors. This I have paper. Backwards. So, yes. You, <laughs> so you go first. So Justin will share uh, three. I'll share three. We'll go back and forth and um, see if we can share some great stuff to help you monetize uh, and make money off of YouTube. So ways to make money off YouTube. Number one, what do you got, Justin? I'm going to go with an obvious one, and it's with YouTube ads. So YouTube really is an ad platform. It's a search engine. It's generating you know, uh, revenue from running ads. And you as a creator, once you reach the milestones of 1,000 subscribers, uh, 4,000 watch hours on your channel, then you can generate revenue from ads. Now, this is something that normally when you reach those milestones, the amount that's coming through is a few dollars, uh, maybe, depending on your niche. Uh, <laughs> So this is something that we see all the time. People are like, yes, I want to get monetized. And yes, it's a great uh, goal, uh, to a milestone to hit, but it's normally, it's something that grows over time. Like the more your channel grows, the more you're, you're getting impact on the platform, then this amount uh, can definitely grow to be a substantial amount of income. Um, I know that when we started, it's, it's still something that, I mean, we, we kind of disregarded it. It was just a, a nice little amount dropping in. Now yeah. that amount is much larger and it, it, it would be more than some people's full-time wage uh, that's dropping into our bank account um, from that. So it's it's definitely something that you could build a business around. It's it's a nice income stream, but it's a risky one in terms of, I would say it's beyond your control. We've all like, or maybe not all of us, there was a thing called Adpocalypse, right? Where ad companies stopped running ads on YouTube. They were boycotting ads, um, boycotting YouTube. And so everyone's ad revenue dropped for that period. If this is your only source of income, that would be a risk. That would be a big stressful variable that I wouldn't want to have in my business. So for us, it is one of our revenue streams. It's an, I guess it's, it's essentially very close to being passive because the, the catalog of videos that we've built up over time are generating the bulk of that revenue. And I'm sure that you've found something similar with your, uh, your, your successful channel on YouTube as well. Well, that's one of those bizarre things, you know, people say, oh, what's your top video right now? And I'm like, probably something from two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the latest one. Yeah. Yeah. Because the YouTube, it lives on for a really long time. And I yeah. think, you know, another thing to keep in mind with this, I love that you said it shouldn't be your only source of mm -hmm. income necessarily because it can go up and down wildly. But uh, it's also more achievable than a lot of people think. A thousand subscribers sounds like a lot. Um, it took me, uh, it I mean, I remember being six months in and I finally hit a hundred subscribers, but well, I You're well ahead of us. <laughs> well, yeah, and you'd shared that before and I'm like, oh really? So now I'm like, maybe yeah. I can get to 1.5 million. But I, it was very much a, um, you know, before I started, I said, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it for a year. And if you are consistent and people yeah. are interested in what you're creating, they're going, they're going to join your channel and you can get to this point. And I think I finally, uh, I say finally, but you know, back in the day, it seemed like, seemed like a long time, but it was about a year, maybe a little less when I finally qualified for, uh, getting money from the ad revenue. And it is a nice extra bit, um, you know, no question about it. And as you've shown, it can grow into something uh, really, really big. So, all right, ways to make money from a YouTube channel number two. This is my favorite because it doesn't take a lot for this to happen and you can make a ton of money from this. Leads, free leads. Uh, a lot of people think about YouTube, you know, there was all those stories in the early days of YouTube, these people opening toys and making a million dollars, you know, in ad revenue and stuff like that. And that sounds nice, but 
if you have a business where you ha do anything at all, leads are really, really powerful. And it's the only reason I have a business is because of the leads that I get from YouTube. I make videos that people are searching for. I invite them to join my email list and off it goes. And some of the, you know, it's probably the biggest example is some of the real estate clients that I work with. They don't even necessarily put together a video every week like is recommended. They'll literally just do a few key videos and then they'll get a lead that generates $30,000 or they'll get a lead that's an investor and they're like, yeah, I'm looking to buy 10 rental properties in the next year or whatever it might be. And so it's really amazing uh, what that can mean. And for me, this was the first, I didn't even think about this when my channel started, but the first money I made from YouTube, I had 17 subscribers and somebody said, do you consult in the comments? And I was like, Sure. You know, I was working at a marketing agency. I was qualified to consult, but I wasn't, you know, I had no offer. And next thing you know, I'm making money. And so leads can come from a tiny, tiny channel, which is really, really powerful. And I would assume leads is kind of one of the, you know, biggest ways it helps your business too, right, Justin? For sure. I mean, for as you touched on, like we we use organic uh, YouTube as organic traffic. Uh, we grow our email list. I think right now we're growing our email list between eight and 9,000 new opt-ins every 28 days off mm. the back of YouTube. So no paid advertising or anything. And most of our videos don't have a lead magnet or an opt-in on the back, only the ones where it is like the ne next best fit for the viewer based on that video that they're watching. So there's massive opportunity here. You're, you're showing up and you're helping people solving their pain or problem when they need it. That uh, it's, it's the big percentage of those people, if they liked your content and you did genuinely help them, will want to take that next step, will want to come and work with you one-on-one, -on -one, will want to join your email list and find out how else you can help them or how else you can work together. And that's really where this strategy of coming from this value first with your content, it flows through into all of these things. And that was one of the things that I was confused by when I was, you know, when I was first starting out and I was watching your videos and I'm like, they're never selling anything. How are they making money? You know, it was like, they're just, they're just giving everything away, you know? And meanwhile, behind the scenes, this, you know, there's this big business happening and I didn't even have an email list. You know, when I got this client off of YouTube, they left a comment. I said, email me here. I didn't have a business email. It was just my Gmail account. And, and you know, next thing you know, I had a client. So that's a, a, a massive way to do it early on, even with a small, small channel. So, all right. Ways to make money off a YouTube channel. Number three, what do you got, Justin? Affiliate revenue. This is our biggest revenue stream uh, for us. So we've got three, which happen to be my three that I'm talking through here. But uh, so we got YouTube ads, we got affiliates is, is this one. So affiliates is where you receive a commission or a fixed fee for, um, I, I guess, recommending someone to a product or service where they sign up and buy. Now, there's so many People that do affiliate marketing wrong and give it a bad name. They look for the products that have the highest percentages, highest commissions. Uh, they're not good tools or products. And it's kind of, it gives it a bad name. It becomes salesy and sleazy at that point. But if you do this right and you come from a place of integrity, then you're helping someone with a buying decision. So for us, this works really well if we have um, videos around best editing software, right? If any of those tools that I'm covering, my top five options have affiliate links, then we'll put those in the video description. People can click on them. They, they know that they're getting the exact thing that I'm talking about. They don't have to go to Google and try to find it and maybe end up buying something wrong, which obviously works for Amazon and those things too. So you're making it easy for someone to actually have success with what it is you're helping them with. 
And this becomes um, amplified even more if you're adding this into your email list and those kinds of things as well. So we get a bunch of traffic through from YouTube. A lot of our videos where it's relevant to that specific video will have affiliate links in it, but also that we can deepen that relationship with our audience. So if someone finds us, say, through uh, learning to edit videos and they download our free editing guide, from there, we're able to automate some emails and stuff out to them to help them learn editing. But some of those could be affiliate links, different tools and places to maybe find stock music that you'll want for editing videos or stock footage where we have our recommendations in there as well. So again, it's coming from that place of how do we add value? How do we help people get where they want to go, learn video editing, create better videos, grow on YouTube, but we're also able to monetize along the way. The beauty of this is it's never a sell. Right, It's just you sharing your thoughts and opinions on ideally something that you genuinely use so that it's not just, hey, this is good. Like, here's why I use it. Right? It's a different kind of video. It deepens that relationship with your audience. It's great content to put out. So it helps you grow your channel, but it's also a great way to monetize. I want to point out one thing that you kind of said quickly, but I think it's so, so important is affiliate marketing is a long-term relationship with your audience. Yeah, you could make a video, get a bunch of clicks, maybe make some money, but every, once somebody gets a recommendation from you for something and it, they love it, then they assume, wow, what I like is what they like. My values are the same as their values, all those things. And so you're going to make far more long-term and help more people, as you said, uh, by keeping that relationship long-term. And so you're right. There's a lot of people that definitely give it a bad name. Now I have to ask this because I know people always wonder about this. When you review pro uh, like physical products, because you do sometimes cameras and lights and things like that, do you do companies send them to you? Do you buy them? Do you buy them and return them? Is it a mix of you know all of the above? How does that work for somebody that might want to do affiliate for like physical products? Yeah, it, like I would say to start out, you should just review the stuff that you're using. There's a reason that you're using the gear that you're using, even if it's because you got it for free or that's all you had. There's still like it's working for you, using this to create, to to run your business, whatever it is. So that's a great place to start. Yeah, we get offers all the time for people to send out their products. They want to uh, sponsor content. They want to us to review it and give it a, a good review on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, look, we have a firm policy. We actually have a, a, an email automated response that goes back and it says, look, I'd love to check out your product. If it is something that I would genuinely like to, 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 to review or to check out, there's no guarantee. We never guarantee a review from our side because what if you get it and it's not a good product and you've just yeah. told someone that they <laughs> that you'd review it. I don't want to put out a negative review and you, you could. I mean, there's some people that do like this camera and why you shouldn't buy it, but then it's not really adding value to the, to the ecosystem, right? I'd rather say, ignore the negative and say, here's the three that you should buy or, or, or here's how you can work out which is the best one for you. So we never, ever promise that there will be a review um, when they are done. Normally, the company doesn't even know that, uh, that, that there is a video coming out uh, and you will always need to disclose how you got the product. If it was sent out to you, if you've mm -hmm. been paid for it, whatever it is, like you, you have to disclose that stuff legally, right? Um, but what normally what we will do is I'd look at it and say, okay, this company's sending out a webcam, uh, what is the video I would want to watch? And what's the biggest competitor that this product has? And maybe I'll go buy the competitor. We've done this so many times where oh, really? like, well, how does it stack up? <laughs> so I might get one of them for free, but I'm I'm putting my own skin in the game here. I'm going to buy the competitor to actually see which is the best one. So it's never a, just, a, just a product review. 
I'm looking ahead and saying like, what, what are the questions that I would have in the comments or, or, or the, the, the viewers? Like, well, what are, it's, if there's a competitor, how does it stack up? So that's a piece that a lot of people miss, but I think it, it can make a huge difference again for credibility, but also that I don't think it really matters if someone is giving you the product for free, if you, you're fully upfront with that. Um, but I guess that's part of the reason that we don't do sponsored videos on our channel as well. It's a good revenue stream. I don't know if we're going to get to that in this one, but, uh, <laughs> awkward segue coming up. <laughs> oh no. Um, look, well, we can, we can, we, we can, if this is the next one, we can, we can bridge in now and I could chime in afterwards, but I like watching the videos where I can say, um, in this video, we are reviewing this webcam, um, and it's not sponsored, right? They're not paying yeah. for this at all. Yeah. These are my thoughts and opinions. There's nothing wrong with doing that model. Um, but I like to watch those videos because if not, I feel like, what if they're holding back? What if I, what if they're glossing over the downsides of this and I go and, and spend my time or, or money getting this thing and it's not that great? Um, like it's a bad experience. And yeah. so I, I think same as um, the affiliate stuff, uh, same as uh, it's a recommendation. You want to think, what would, would, I, would I recommend this to my closest friends? Would I recommend this to my mum? Would I recommend this to my clients and students? If it's a no, then don't do it because it will come back to bite you. You want, you know, people, if someone recommended you go buy a car and, and the car was terrible and fell apart, or whatever, you're, you're going to resent that person a little bit, right? They, they, they said this thing was going to be great. So you, you're doing that at scale with affiliate marketing on places like YouTube. Yeah. All right. So here's the awkward segue then. Ways to uh, make money off of YouTube. Number four, sponsored videos. And, you know, I almost didn't have this on my list. And I recently actually had a change of heart about this. Full disclosure, early on in my channel, once I'd gained some traction, I would get approached and I was just like, oh, wow, an extra way to make some money. And it still, it wasn't like, oh, I'll just, you know, you send me money and I'll, I'll make a video. It was like, I'll check out the product. If I really like it, then, you know, it could be a sponsored video or occasionally I'd hear from a, a, a tool I was already using um, yeah. and that I already thought was cool, which is the best, right? And it's like, oh, wow. For cool. sure. Um, and I worked with a company and we made the video and they emailed me the day it was supposed to go live. And they said, sorry, our budget's been cut by 75%. So we can only pay you 25% of the agreed upon amount. And I was kind of like, okay, well, we're not going to do sponsored videos anymore. And I didn't put their video up just, you know, ethically it felt wrong. And it was just like, okay, that's done. And I didn't do it. And I haven't done a sponsored video since. However, recently I was looking for ways to kind of expand the monetization of my channel. And again, being fully upfront, they sponsored this video, um, you know, and I think it's important and, and I think it adds more credibility anyway, if you review something when you share some of the things you don't like about it. Um, yeah. But right away last week, two companies that I already use, adore and love reached out about working with me. And I was kind of like, okay, maybe, maybe this is something that we'll try again, but it can be bad. I think the relationships can be good, but I think you have to, you know, I always, I always use my, uh, our, our last episode of the show was, uh, six ways to stay ethical while still being wildly profitable. And one of the ones that I gave was um, have a human filter for everything that you do. And so for me, the human filter is my mom. And so when I think about marketing tactics, I think if somebody used that tactic on my mom, how would I feel about that? And if I wouldn't yeah. like it, then I, I will never use it in my own business. And the same type of thing with this. My mom was watching this sponsored video. Uh, would I feel like I was deceiving my own mother, you know? So, um, but it is a way. And I think, you know, the more niche your channel is, sometimes people think, oh, I have to have a big channel. And certainly that doesn't hurt. But if you've got a niche 
that's like lawyers who love stargazing or, you know, something that's just very, very specific and somebody's trying to reach that audience, then even if you're only getting in front of a few hundred people, people will gladly uh, pay for that. So, but I do think, you know, it's like take it with a grain of salt for sure. Because as you said, there are some bad experiences and people doing it the wrong way out there. And I think, look, where I normally see people going wrong with it and those bad experiences and things, it's generally on a newer channel where they're just, and there's nothing wrong with it. Like they're pumped because they're they're getting some income from it. Like there's this brand wants to work with them. But a lot of the deals that I see too, they're, they're not great for the creator. They're all in the favor of the company. And so very little uh, money, like a, a free product or something like that is, is always, um, you know, who doesn't like free stuff, but free stuff's not going to pay the bills. <laughs> so it's, um, it's, it's that little bit of where, yeah, where, where do you want to draw the line and you get to pick. So while we say that we, we don't do branded content, it's not a never, right? If the right deal came along with a company, as you said, that we use their stuff and there's a lot that I, I love making videos around the tools and stuff that we use, but I also love that there's no expectation. I'm not on someone else's timeline. If you work with a brand, a lot of them say, all right, we need three videos and they were to post on this day. Like, I mean, I chose to be in this game so that I would have calendar freedom, right? Yeah. I, I get to choose what video goes out without the the deadlines and being on a hamster wheel of I need to produce three videos, two Instagram stories. Where, and again, there's nothing wrong with that. But um it's normally the ones that are the earlier channels earlier on that are more inclined to jump on and and just take whatever. Say yes to everything, right? Because they feel like they have to. Yeah, don't feel like you need to is, is where I'm going with this. But to, to your point, like you definitely can make some great money. We've got members inside of our accelerator program that are doing five-figure monthly brand deals. Some of them are doing multiple five-figure monthly brand deals with channels that are around 1,000 subscribers. So to answer a little bit of your question uh, for, for later here, you don't need to have a massive audience to be able to generate this, uh, a substantial income off the back of a YouTube channel. That's a that's a great open loop, and I look forward to closing that closing that when we get our, our question of the day. <laughs> and by the way, yeah, Justin has a program called Primal Video Accelerator. I'm in there. Uh, it's not open to the public uh, most of the time. If you're interested in growing a business and a YouTube channel, maybe there's a, a way to to sneak in, and, and uh, we'll share that here in a second. But ways to make money off a YouTube channel number five. What do you got, Justin? Digital products. So this is where you have anything could be as small as an ebook through to an online course, a membership. It's something that essentially you can create once and sell an unlimited amount of times. Uh, I know that you've got some digital products. We've got a digital product. We've experimented with a few over the years. Uh, it's, it's a great way to, again, come from that place of adding value and helping people with a specific pain or problem or an outcome that they're looking for, but it also allows you to do it at scale. Uh, so digital products is a great one, but I think one of the biggest gotcha or, or mistakes or fears that we see with this, or, or, or I guess dominoes that people need to knock over is they feel that they need to create something that is massive. Like I've got to create this amazing program or this full course, and it might take them a year to shoot the thing. Um, I would, and I've been there, this is where I'm, I'm coming from. And I see it a lot with our students and things, uh, look, just chunk it down. Just get your, your first product. It could be something small, could be an ebook. Um, and, and get that out there. Get get the get the lessons under your belt because there's there's a few things that need to line up for that. Like you need to have some way to sell it, some way to get the the revenue through, some way to 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 deliver it. Um, so 
it's I'm not to, to scare you. It's definitely a great way to make money. And it's the third way that we make money. We have our membership that you just mentioned, Primal Video Accelerator. Um, but it's it's is something that does take a little bit more work to spin up. Yeah, I it's 90% of my income easily is is memberships awesome. and courses and digital products. And the great thing about a digital product, I mean, physical products, you've got to think about storage and shipping. And I mean, there's so much more to manage. And a digital product, if you've got something to offer, you can create it at little to no cost. So it's much lower risk. And, and I love what you said about just starting small, because if you have a video that gets picked up in search and takes off and you're promoting a $9 product, you can make a lot of money. You know, yeah. and this kind of goes back to, I'm, I'm sure some of the affiliate stuff you promote, you know, it's like, Hey, you made 85 cents. Oh. Well, but if you do that a thousand for a thousand people, yeah. all of a sudden it's like, Hey, that's, that's some really good money there. And so, so like, just to, on that point, this is something I, I completely forgot to mention with the affiliate stuff. I dismissed affiliate revenue at the start because why would I do a, <laughs> you know, go through the effort of signing up this affiliate program uh, and then doing videos on this thing and putting the link in and, and whatever, like it, it felt like a lot uh, for maybe we were recommending a $10 microphone or something. So the percentage on that could be a few cents, yeah. right? But that does scale over time. And this is where, uh, like I think affiliates, I know that we're, we've moved on from that, but it, it grows and scales massively or can grow and scale massively over time. And what starts out as a few cents uh, definitely snowballs, but the same can happen with your digital products too, right? Um, and this is where there's so many different ways that you could then market them once you've built the thing um, and different versions. So maybe the, your product you create is an ebook, and then all right, to so the people that have got the ebook, we get some testimonials or feedback from them, which is going to help you get more people onto that ebook and make more sales. Then maybe you find that you're doing a course next. All right, well, how do we how do we help these people that like the ebook? How do we help them even more? So it could be a course, or it could be an online coaching program or something like that. But it, it kind of stems from taking action and starting, but coming from that place of how do I want to show up and how do I want to help and serve? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ways to make money from a YouTube channel. Number six, swapping audiences. So uh, there are a couple of other ways to make money from a YouTube channel that, that we'll just mention in passing in a second, but I decided to skip all of those and talk about this one because I think this is one of the most overlooked opportunities. Um, once you have an audience, you have an asset that you can then give to somebody else and then they can return the favor back to you. And so even if you had a hundred engaged subscribers, let's say, and especially if it's a very specific niche, you find somebody else who's targeting the same people and you can do a video swap, you can do an email swap. There's so many different things that you can do with it. But the reason it's so effective is if I already follow Justin, for example, and then he says, you got to go follow this person, basically, that other person gets to borrow Justin's trust that I have in him and Justin's authority. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go check that out. Similar to an affiliate recommendation, yeah. right? You've built up all of that trust. And so in the day and age of AI created content and everything's starting to sound the same and look the same, I think collaborations are on a whole new level with this. That was part of the inspiration behind this show too, was to help introduce more people to my audience and, and collaborate and build these relationships and things like that. So that's something where, you know, you can, you can't necessarily do it with an audience of three, but you can certainly do it uh, long before you have a thousand subscribers or, or 10,000 subscribers or anything like that. So, um, and then just to mention, uh, just 
because these exist, obviously. Uh, there are other things you can do in YouTube once you get to a certain level. Um, there are actual memberships. People can pay like up to $4.99 a month to get access to special content. Uh, there's something called Super Chat, Super Stickers, where when people engage with your video premieres and your um, live videos, they can spend money to be featured and you know different things like that. I've actually seen some people do live Q&As. And if you do a Super Chat, basically you pay, you get bumped to the top of the question list. Um, you know, which for some people, I mean, imagine you're the expert you want to talk to so bad and you're like, wait, I can spend five bucks and my yeah, question is at the top. Yeah, yeah. Guaranteed to get answered. And I don't have to sit here for yeah. two hours, you know, hoping and ex yeah. exclusive ones too, right? With the YouTube memberships, you could have, um, exclusive live streams. So only for the members. So again, it's a cheap way to get access and get your questions answered and things as well. Yeah, without question. All right, we'll recap all six ways here in just a second. But our question of the week from Joni, what's the best way to make money from a small channel? And you are obviously working with people at all different types of levels, Justin, but I know you encourage early monetization. So what would you say to Joni or anyone else who has a small channel or is getting ready to start a channel? I'd say the fastest way to make money irrespective of the size of your channel. If you need money right now, the fastest and easiest way to do it is to trade your time for money. So what I'm talking about, we touched on a little bit in here is to offer something where it's a done for you service or a one-on-one -on -one coaching or something like someone reached out to you, Jerry, uh, in the comments and said, Hey, how can we work together? You know, that's, that is the easiest way because you don't need to build a product. You don't need to, to wait for affiliate revenue to become something substantial. So, it's it's a uh, it's something that it's easy access. There's skills and things that you you could do that you could offer to help someone with. So that is the fastest way through the lead side of YouTube that you could make money. But the other thing I would say is I would start affiliate revenue as soon or affiliate links and things uh, as soon as you can, um, because it, you don't want to have to go back when you've got hundreds of videos on your channel and then try to add all the links and things. It's much easier to build and scale that thing as you go. And you never know which videos are actually going to pop and to, to, to take off. So for us, whenever we are going to be mentioning a product in a video, we'll check to see if they have an affiliate program or not. But we're also using redirect links. I don't want to get too crazy into this, but we, we own the links. No, it's so important. it's a primal video link, right? Um, so that if it changes, that I'm just updating the link on our end. So Adobe, for instance, like that's a that's a decent one for us. We recommend Adobe Premiere, uh, Photoshop, right? But they've actually changed their affiliate link three or four times since we've been <laughs> in their programs. Can you imagine having to go back through all of your YouTube videos or anywhere else you had that to, to update it just because that they've updated on their end? And that's just one case. We're across 85, I think, different affiliate programs. So you, there's tools and things to help you manage that and to save your sanity um, that I would definitely be looking into. But you can start affiliates from day one if you need fast money in and be trading time for money. And then I would be looking at things like brands and sponsor deals that, where it is a good fit. And again, from that place of adding value to your audience. Um, like if you've got some eyeballs, some attention, and doesn't need to be much, there's a big swing for brands and companies wanting to work with micro influencers because they're it's it's easier for them. Like it's it's a more niche, more targeted audience, and you can build a good relationship there. But um, also the the relationship building, I, I we we can't steer away from that one as well as you touched on. I, uh, and don't feel that your channel would be too small or you don't have the credibility yet to reach out and interview someone on a bigger channel. I know when we started out, um, I reached out to Sean Cannell from Think Media 
And our channel was at like 2,000 subscribers. I think he was at 25 or 30,000 or something at the time. I'm like, there's no way he's going to say yes. He has no idea who I am. Why would he jump on? And he was the nicest guy, just jumped on, added value. Yeah, that video, like it probably didn't get much traction given, given the size of the channel or anything like that. But it was like the relationship that we built um, is not competition, even though he's probably got the closest channel to ours, if we're looking yeah. at all the channels online, um, but we're good friends with him. It's not competition, right? And there's a lot of people like that have similar channels. Don't approach your YouTube channel with the mindset that I'm in competition with these guys. We're, we're all you know playing the same game. We're all trying to help people with the same stuff. And some people will like others. Some people will like the way that you teach and resonate with you. There's no right or wrong. We're all just helping people with that. I know that's okay. a little bit off tangent from the monetization, but it really ties in. Yeah. Well, I'll, and I'll add a tip to that. That's worked really well for me is if you open it with, you know, if you open it with, Hey, can I interview you or things like that? It sounds like it's serving you. But if you say, Hey, I'd love to introduce you to my audience. Sure. It's a very, um, powerful way to kind of at least get the conversation started. And I met Sean at Social Media Marketing World this year. He, he may be the nicest guy on YouTube. I mean, incredibly kind. And yeah. there's a lot of, I think, entrepreneurs that are in that abundance mindset and they're like, you know, or they're on a mission, right? They want to help good people help good people. And and so as I'm kind of the same way. It's like, if I can make the schedule work, if somebody says, hey, will you, I'd love to interview you on my podcast. I'm not like, well, how many downloads do you get? You know, <laughs> yeah. that, that's a waste oh. of time. That's more of a waste yeah. of time than just going and, and uh, you know, being on somebody's show. So really great stuff. Um, great answer. So it sounds like almost all the ways we gave can be done on a small channel, <laughs> maybe with a couple of exceptions. But let's do a quick recap. Justin, uh, the three ways you gave to make money from a YouTube channel. We had YouTube ads, affiliate revenue, and digital products. I had to check. I'm like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. No, <laughs> YouTube ads, affiliates, and digital products. And then the, the three that I did, uh, one, you can get leads. I got my first one with 17 subscribers. Two, sponsored video or sponsored content. And then three, collaborations and swapping audiences with other people. So if you've loved what you've heard today and you are looking to possibly grow on YouTube, take your channel now and actually turn it into something profitable, anything like that. I can't recommend uh, Justin's Primal Video Accelerator program enough. Highly affordable, um, especially compared to the incredible value that's in there. And there are people in there at all different levels. Um, and I know you normally only open this a few times a year to kind of manage internally and then make sure you can spend most of your time serving people. However, um, I, uh, I have a, a special link where if you want to go and, and check it out right now and, and uh, sneak in as you're listening to this, you can go to youtubepowerhouse.com, youtubepowerhouse.com. Justin talks a lot about how to build a YouTube powerhouse, which is not the hobby channel, but the one that's actually going to make- I love this domain. That's great. Well, yeah. Are you mad that I registered it? build a YouTube no, well done. We teach people how to build their YouTube traffic powerhouse. This is awesome. I, yeah, well done. Yeah. So you can go to that. And that is my referral link. And I am an affiliate, but I am in the program. I have been in the program for years. Uh, my own members ask me, hey, do you teach YouTube? And I do. And I help them on Q&As and stuff like that. But I tend to focus a lot on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, some of these other platforms that are less search-based than YouTube. So I'll often still send them to uh, you know, to Justin's world. So again, you can check that out at YouTube powerhouse. 
com. And if you want any of the notes from today, just go to the sixways.com slash 1111 because this is episode 11. A lot of really good stuff was shared today. So remember, we all do better when we all do better. And if you believe that too, think about who would benefit from this. Uh, you know, Take a screenshot of where you're listening, share it with them or share it on social or, or tag them, whatever's easiest. Uh, you know, Let's help good people reach more good people and really make an impact on the world. So Justin, uh, always fun to talk to you and uh, love it even more when we can have these conversations and other people get to listen and to hear uh, all of your values. So thanks so much for being on the show today. No, thank you very much. It's good, good fun as always. Thanks for being part of the Six Ways podcast with host Jerry Potter. You can find other helpful and share where the episodes at the sixways.com. And remember to take action on something you heard today and let us know how it goes. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and don't forget to sign up at dailysocialmediatips.com to get the same powerful tips and strategies that thousands of other entrepreneurs enjoy receiving direct to their inbox each day for free. Just the first couple emails you get have completely transformed the way some business owners look at their social media marketing. Want to see how? Sign up now at dailysocialmediatips.com and we'll see you in the next episode.